crazy storm. I'm Peter. And I'm Felice. Welcome to our travel podcast. We're specialist travel writers and we've spent half a lifetime exploring every corner of the world. So we want to share with you some of our extraordinary experiences and the amazing people we've met along the way. This week's episode is a bit different to the usual format. We want to tell you about some rather special ski courses that we run at the start of each European ski season. And that's not far away. So why don't you come and ski with Felice and me this November? I haven't skied myself since January and I just can't wait. November? Surely you can't ski in the Alps in November. Oh yes you can, and in October too for that matter, but actually I'm talking about a short break or a full week in Val d'Isère in France when it opens for the season on the last weekend of November. The idea, with the help of my ski guru friend Pat Zimmer, is to dramatically improve your level of skiing before you go on your main holiday this winter. Makes sense. Our on and off piece courses will be running from the very first day of the season. If you're staying for the full week, you'll arrive on November the 28th and we'll be catching the first lift up the mountain the following morning. Now, firstly, you want to know about the virus safety situation and how it will affect your holiday. The good news is that because Val d'Isère had a highly successful summer ski season on the glacier in June and July, they've already tried and tested the necessary safety precautions. They promise these won't create lift queues or lead to any reduction in ski terrain or indeed in the flow of skiers around the mountain during the winter. Yes, of course, you'll be required to wear a mask on lifts and in socially distanced lift queues, but otherwise the skiing itself shouldn't really be affected at all. With the current quarantine conditions, of course, the biggest question still has to be, can we actually travel to the French Alps this winter? Uh, Me, I'd, I'd bet the farm on it. Why? Because it's a question of economics, not just health. Literally millions of jobs in the Alps and elsewhere depend on the continuation of the ski industry this winter and resorts are already geared up and Covid-ready. So, yes, we are going to Val d'Isère. By the way, it's worth pointing out that unlike many other European resorts such as Iskel in Austria and Verbier in Switzerland, last winter there wasn't a single case of the virus reported in Val d'Isère before the slopes and the hotels were closed back in March. So, go skiing, but why go on a course? Well, not everyone is an expert. Not everyone wants to be one, but to get the most fun and enjoyment out of a ski trip, you really do need to reach a general level of proficiency. Frightening yourself and taking a tumble on almost every run is really no fun at all, and it's also quite exhausting, and there's also the potential to hurt yourself. Hell, this is meant to be a holiday, not an assault course. I guess the aim is to be able to ski all slopes comfortably, regardless of the snow or light conditions. Well, that's my aim. Of course, you may already ski to a high standard, but want to improve and learn new techniques such as off-piste or moguls or whatever, or race training. If you're young and a budding freerider wanting to tear up the whole mountain at speed each day, all day, well, that's also fine, but I'm getting ahead of myself. I'll come back to freeriding in a minute. Much of the skills required come down to finding a combination of the correct equipment, the right technical skills, and a belief in your own ability. The classic complaint of so many skiers goes a bit like this. When the sun is shining and the piece is freshly groomed, I feel I'm now pretty good, a pretty good skier. But as soon as the light goes flat and the terrain gets a bit bumpy or steep, or both, my technique falls to pieces and I'm all over the place. Well, what's actually happening, in fact, is that you've reached what's known as the intermediate plateau. You're okay at getting about on skis, but you won't. You can't progress until you fix some basic problems. You need to find a way of banishing forever those bad habits that tend to rear their ugly heads as soon as the going gets tougher. 
First step is to recognise that you actually do need expert help. Second step is to find out a way of getting it. That's where Pat Zimmer and his team of instructors come in. It's a bit like taking your car to the garage for service. You may need a complete engine overhaul or just a bit of fine-tuning. Pat has the uncanny ability to spot immediately what is wrong with your technique and, most importantly, he can show you how to, usually easily, put it right. Pat's a, a former French racer who's been guiding clients around the slopes of Aldeserve for yonks. Way back when, he founded the first independent ski school in France, concentrating on the international market, in complete contrast to the ESF, which, more recently, has always been concentrating entirely on the French market. Uh, Pat's wife is English, and he's a fluent English speaker. He also speaks German as well. So, let me briefly tell you my story and how these courses first came about. I've been skiing for most of my life, and for many years, I was ski correspondent of the British newspaper, the Daily Telegraph. I made my living out of travelling to as many as 40 resorts around the world each year. Well, someone's got to do it. I thought it should be me. However, one fateful April day, I was badly injured in a fall while skiing a steep couloir with a guide in the resort of La Grave in the French Alps. A week or so later, as I lay in my hospital bed in a haze of morphine, I got a phone call from my friend Pat. He told me, Peter, when you ski again, not if, you will come to me in November and I will reteach you to ski in a way that will save energy. Maybe you won't be able to ski like you did before, but I promise you, you will still ski. Yeah, yeah, I said in an opiate haze. I wasn't sure I was even going to walk again unaided, let alone ski. But one thing I've learned down the years is that if you really, really want to do something enough in life, then there's no ceiling on what you can achieve. After two years on crutches with one leg markedly shorter than the other, I was ready to take up his offer. Pat cannibalised two pairs of boots and made me a carved insert in his workshop to compensate for the shortened leg. And on a bluebird November day in perfect snow conditions, we went up the glacier in Teen. That first day, I thought we were going skiing, but no, Pat had other ideas. It was all about getting my nerve back, preparing me mentally. He insisted I just stand there for much of the morning and take deep breaths while looking up at the mountains and down at the slope. I think I managed maybe 30 painful slow turns that first morning. But the next day, I did 100, and so it went on for a week, on gentle slope. And then Pat told me to go away and make 10,000 turns and come back and see him again. I did just that. I wrote emotionally after that first week in the Telegraph about my return to skiing after injury and scores of readers asked me if they too could come to Val d'Azertine in November and improve their skiing before the season truly got underway. Well, that was more than 20 years ago and thanks to Pat, I now ski better than I did before that accident. For me, I wanted to put back into the mountains some of what I got out of it. Say thank you, if you like, for half a lifetime of fun and to encourage others, including those making a comeback after injury, to vastly improve their ski level before each season truly got underway. And so I teamed up with Pat and Nick Morgan, the MD of UK chalet operator Liski, to offer these November improvement ski trips. We've had a lot of fun down the years and produced some really fine skiers, including a couple of professional instructors. So come and join us this November. You'll have some questions and I'll endeavour to try and answer them. How good do I have to be to come on the clinic? Well, our courses are highly intensive but extremely enjoyable. Small groups, usually six in number, maximum seven, are divided according to skill and experience. Yeah, but what's the actual entry level? I mean, really, how good do I have to be? Well, you need to be able to ski linked parallel turns with confidence and to ski in control down a blue run and at least try to do the same down a red run. If you find you've under or overstated your level, Pat can adjust the groups after the first morning. By the way, if you want to ski in the same group as your partner or friend, that's not a problem. However, you'll both have to join the groups suited to the lower level of the two of you. 
Even if your skill level doesn't reach the minimum standard required, you're still welcome to come on the trip, but you'll need a private instructor, which is at extra cost. The courses are both on and off-piece for all levels. There's a big variety of them. And I should mention that we now also offer Free Rider Heaven. This one's aimed largely at a younger age group for those who want to ski all-terrain fast and furiously with a like-minded and younger guide who's equally prepared to really go for it and find fresh challenges all day long. We introduced this group last winter with enormous success. You can join for a short break, a week, or even the full 10 days. Now, you can find details at www.luski.com and click on Our Service or look at our show notes at www.actionpacktravel.com where you'll also find details. If you're interested and want to know more about the skiing, send me an email, peterandfelice at gmail.com and let us know in your email if you'd like to receive our Action Pack Travel weekly newsletter. Or if you want to know more about the holiday details and indeed to book, contact the team at luski.com. See you in Val d'Azur. Snow's already falling, and like I said, I just can't wait to get back on skis. That's all for now. If you've enjoyed the show, do please visit our website, actionpacktravel.com, or subscribe on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, or another of the many platforms that we're on. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with at least one other person. Just a crazy storm